Okay, good afternoon. I'm Gary Harvey from Rincon Resources. I'm the Managing Director. Rincon Resources is a West Australian-based uh, exploration and, uh, company, and uh, we're focused on exploring for gold and base metals, uh, including copper uh, in particular. And uh, we're also starting to, to venture into some um, rare earth exploration at our Kirikara project. Brilliant, Gary, nice to have you here. Nice Thanks, to meet Matt. you in yes. Western Australia, your, your backyard. Yes, yep. So um, tell me a little bit about you. What, what's your background? Because what, why I want to speak to you guys is it's like in a pure explorations, right? You've not made a discovery yet. You've got to get out there and find something. So um, we can talk about that in a second, but, but your background, please. So look, my background, I'm a geologist by trade. Yeah. Um, and I came to West Australia in 1995 as a, as a junior geologist. Um, I've been exploring primarily for gold and, and nickel um, and, and cobalt. Um, primarily yeah. uh, for the better part of my career and now uh, branching into Rincon, um, well, the transition to Rincon, I've now started to branch into copper um, and, and rare earths. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I think my experience in the exploration space is ideal for a company such as Rincon because yeah. that's where we are. Okay. We're, we're on the hunt yeah. and you need geologists with exploration experience uh, to lead that hunt. So uh, here sounds I am. Like, sounds like that, that's a nice um, answer to a job interview. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay. We, so what was the brief day one? Because obviously you've been, we've been here, what, a couple, couple of years? Just a couple of years? Yeah, that's so look, frame, right? yeah Rincon floated uh, in December 2020. Yeah. And uh, the board at the time was yeah. mainly um, corporate guys, right. um, guys okay. with financial uh, and some technical experience, but they had they really had no one on the ground to manage uh, the day-to-day -day operations. And, mm. and in that aspect, this, you know, really getting the contractors, consultants and running the actual on-ground exploration. So, um, look, I was approached uh, for that role, yeah. um, given my level of experience in Western Australia particularly. I mean, I obviously with my 25 plus years experience, I've yeah. developed a lot of contacts, yeah. um, consultants, contractors, all that like. So I was able to bring that on board and immediately, um, you know, was able to get action happening, uh, particularly at our self telfer project, which took a long while to get into. I mean, we struggled early on to get uh, a suitable contractor. Um, so look, I came in, I had the contacts, right. we were able to get the right people on board, and, and we were able to get that program going. So, and their brief is, is is what we've got some we've got some assets. They go find something. Was it as simple as that? Well, yes. I mean, because they hadn't. Absolutely. I mean, the company has three really good assets in my view. Um, it, but the struggle early on was you know, in, a, in a hot market. There was a yeah. lot of stuff going on, um, trying to find the contractors and the people and actually executing on surveys, all the prerequisites to getting started on the ground. Yeah. It was it's quite kind of tricky time. You came in during COVID with flight, flight restriction. You came in when it was a hot market, everything was super expensive yep. or didn't exist, like yep. skill sets. Yeah, for people, right? So tr tricky times, and I appreciate the difficult start in that environment. Mm. Um, but what what were you looking for? Because you, small companies have limited with their cash constraint, right? Yeah, you got a bunch of assets. You got to say, well, what's number one priority for us? What's the most efficient use of our capital allocation? And your answer yeah. to that was and, what? and look, that that was clear and simple at the time. The brief yeah. was get up to South Telfer. Yeah, right. That was our. That still is our flagship project. Okay, now, that's a big copper gold play for us. Why is it your number one? Um, so sorry. that particular asset already had known um, mineralisation, which was outcropping, right. copper gold mineralisation at surface at our prospect called Hasties. 
Um, so we knew there was a system there mm. that, uh, for whatever reason, was um, had been explored, but then moved on. Right. The people who owned it moved on. Um, explored and so, meaning you inherited some data or you bought some data? No, we inherited or, data. Right. So we inherited a data set. Right. Um, and there was enough drilling there to tell us that there was a system in place. Okay. Um, and it just needed further work. Okay. Um, and how, it was the how most much drilling, how much data? I'm intrigued. So the existing drilling had pretty much defined copper gold anomalies over about three, four hundred metres. Okay. Um, in fact, two, over two areas across a one kilometre span. And um, there, was, uh, there was some drilling here at one end at Hastie's, and then there was a little bit of drilling at the south end at Hastie's southeast. And look, when I came in, the, the belief was, well, do these two systems attach? Are they, yeah. are they one system? Yeah. Um, and so it was a matter of, okay, what, what do we need to do to turn this thing into something potentially yeah. significant? Yeah. Well, that was twofold. One, we need to verify and validate the existing information with some drilling and then yeah. also infill. Yeah. Um, now, we got, we got uh, probably halfway through that program. Right. And, um, you know, we had some really good results. Uh, fortunately, the market didn't respond the way it did. So... Um, before going in and, and continuing with that program. Was that 21 or 22? That was uh, 20, late 2021, after we'd finished okay, that first okay. round. So, yeah, yeah we, had, we had some really good results, but we didn't really, um, we weren't able to answer the question. Or, well, it will tell us what those good results just, are. You know, you know, obviously, people want you to knock it out of the park all the time. But yeah, yeah. The reality was what? Well, the reality was, um, you know, we had some good wide, in, wide intersections of, you know, plus one, one and a half grams per tonne gold, mm. um, probably around about half a percent nickel. Like, okay. I, I can't recall those yeah. actual intersections, but yeah. though, to me as a geologist, yeah. um, they were really good. And and the, the important thing about those results at the time was that they compared really favourably with the type of average average grades that you would see at a lot of the operations or mm. mines elsewhere. Right, and I'm mm. talking about Telfer, mm. um, talking about the new heavy aeron deposit. Um, gold is around that 1.5, 1.2 grams per tonne. I think heavy aeron is probably a little bit um, higher and great, yeah. but it's split into you know, reserve and resource. And, um, but look, Telfer in particular, I mean, they, they're, they're pushing dirt through their mill at you know, less than half a gram thereabouts. So yeah, it's just the an, grades... It's an engineering process. Yeah, Low grade doesn't worry me exactly. at all. It's the economics. I thought right? the grades were really good, Yeah. Um, but we didn't quite demonstrate the size, what potential size of the system. Right, so the question so, of market not reacting positively, yeah. cash constraints, so you yeah. have you, you didn't, weren't able to finish that process of saying, did these two yeah. join up? Yeah. And do whatever infill that you need. So you're talking about infill between the two the two assets, you're talking yeah. about infill within each asset. You're talking about trying to join them up, right? We're trying to join them up. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So cool. a long strike near the surface, and then we also wanted to test that depth as well. So, right. Um, and when I talk about testing at depth, we did manage to, to drill a deep diamond hole. Mm -hmm. um, we had a really good target sitting below that particular system mm. and we tested that target. And uh, unfortunately, we hit a lot of alteration indicative of a, yeah. of a big system, but it failed to deliver on grade. Yeah. So that forced us to say, oh, hang on a minute, um, before we go putting any more holes into this, let's try and understand this a bit more. Mm. So we're, we're still going through the process of some technical studies um, to try and answer the questions of, you know, will this be a big system? If so, how big? Yeah. And then how best do we then spend our next round of 
uh, money on drilling yeah. uh, to get the best results. Right, and obviously, obviously in your, your space, cash is, cash is king. Yeah. Um, timing is also quite useful Absolutely. in the mix, right? So if you didn't get that at the end of 2021, you didn't get, get the reaction you want, you certainly weren't going to get that reaction in 2022. No one did. No. Right? So no, that's problematic, correct. Problematic, right? Yeah. So you best not to spend money in that kind of environment. Is that, yeah. Was that that issue? That's right. So we're instead, you know, <laughs> well, we are, but just not at elevated levels. Right. We're ticking away in the background on that one. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, we've been focusing on identifying new targets within the same project area. And we've actually yeah. come up with a suite of really good targets. Targets are easy to find. It's discoveries that are the hard Well, bit, that's right. right. So, yeah. so that's the bit I'm trying to uh, get. get yeah. That's the thing I can kind of get behind, right? So in terms of cash, where are you today? You said you mentioned what so number? So about 1.2. Right. So at you're going to be careful, quarter. right? You're going to be careful about how you allocate that. That's right. So how, what's, how do you significantly increase your likelihood of converting a target to a discovery? How do you well, do that? Yeah, I guess you've got to make sure that what your targets yeah. um, are the best targets they can be. Right. Um, and um, it's a, it's about a weighted evidence, right? So right. you try to find as much evidence to support that yeah. target Will being they be complete, the best target. Are they going to be completely new or do you say, well, actually, let's continue to do a, a weight of work around where we have been allocating our yeah. capital till now, would you go somewhere new and start fresh? What's the? Oh no! Look, we we believe where we are yeah. is Could where deliver. we should be. Right. Okay. We think the potential of South Telfer is huge. Mm. Um, we have um, two very good targets that we plan to test this year. Mm -hmm. At uh, one called Mammoth, and right. another one called Recurve. Now these are both um, targets that were uh, defined through a combination of geophysics, magnetics, gravity, mm -hmm. but also uh, low level anomalism from historical drilling. Mm -hmm. um, so these things add up, right? And, and good geology, and we know there are long strikes on, on some really good structures, mm -hmm. a long strike from Telfer mm -hmm. um, and other known deposits, uh, such as Grace and, and indeed Hastie. So um, we think those two targets um, are, bi are, are big targets for us, and we're really looking forward to getting in and drill those. Right. Um, the timeline is another, that's another thing that needs to be answered because yeah. where we are, um, there's restrictions to access that you've got to work through. There's a process to developing access okay. and clearance. So obviously you've got to pre-clear these areas and get approval to drill um, in regards to native title. Yeah. Um, now we know the native title groups up there are, are quite inundated with a mm. lot of work because there's a lot of companies active and the demands on them are quite mm. high. So, um, you know, just saying it when I survey tomorrow, doesn't happen, right? Mm. You, you, you say you want to do one, they say, yep, no worries, we'll we'll find an allocated time to you, and then it's just a matter of waiting right. and getting it done. Right, okay. Then you can go drill, hopefully. Okay, so, <laughs> so give, we, we accept the, what you want to do, and we, accept, we understand your cash position, etc. And I, I love these conversations, because it's like every decision matters. Yeah. Right, every decision matters. Yeah. Every dollar matters. Absolutely. Is, you've got a big portfolio, Clearly, you can't attack all of that at the same time. So, are there any kind of monetizing events where, because any kind of income to you is significant as a percentage of your available cash today, it yeah. would be significant, um, assuming it wasn't an all share deal. Are you looking to offload, or could you offload? Could you JV? Could you get money in any other way? Yeah, what look, are the they're, they're, they are options. Um, right. You know, you can always sell an asset. We don't want to sell an asset outright because. Um, you know, might sell the wrong one. They might find well, something. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, it's you know, it's always risky to just sell an yeah. asset unless you you know that it's yeah. got nothing to offer. Yeah, um, and someone wants to buy that regardless. But the, look, the, 
it, there's ongoing discussions. Everyone yeah. has discussions about um, potentially looking for someone to come in and help you yeah. with a joint venture arrangement. Right. Um, look, we've we've had several of those types of discussions. Um, so that's a, it's a work in progress, and um, and you had that on all your projects, and you weigh that up against okay, well, you know, if we farm this one out, mm. where do we go to next? Mm. If we farm that one out, where do we go to next? What's what what do we do? So we weigh all that up. Um, you know, we try to assess the risks on all that. Yeah. What's best for the company? What's best for the shareholders? Yeah. Um, so we can extract those as guys, much value. The shareholders. Let's talk about them. What is their main criticism of the company? Uh, look, at the moment, I think maybe a criticism might be a perceived um, uh, lack of urgency. Right. Um, I don't think there's a lack of urgency, but I think it, it, given where our projects are, they, the two of them, our main ones, Kirikara and South mm. Telfer, are both remote. Um, and they're both in, um, you know, they're both distal uh, projects. Takes, um, it does take time to go through the approval process yeah. to actually then get on the ground to do works. Yeah. Um, and we've seen that with Kirikara, okay? We, we've had that since day one, but mm. it was only until um, probably late last year right. that we finally got ministerial approval right. and consent to mine, which- yeah. Are you worried about that? Uh, look, it's a concern. Right. Um, but we think, you know, a project like Kirikara, it's worth that weight. Yeah. Um, because we really haven't done any damage to it, right? We know it's got this massive potential. Yeah. But we want to, we want to really want to test that. Yeah. So, um, so I think, yeah, that's, in my view, that's worth the weight. Right. Um, and I think only by getting in there and actually finally testing it, we're really going to understand what this right. project might be worth. Right. Um, and then you can decide what you might want to do with it after then, right? Um, South Telfer, uh, as I said, that's our flagship project. It has the same types of issues, mm. okay? Um, heritage in particular. Mm. Um, then you've got physical access, you know, the, the, the network of tracks up there are few and far between, and you've got to collaborate with other parties to, mm. to facilitate access. Um, and then there's seasonal issues, okay? So, you know, this time of the year, you'd simply uh, interrupt it by cyclonic weather, right? So yeah, yeah. roads close every second day. Right. Um, so, you know, the, the, the season to get out and do work when you can is generally between April and probably October, maybe November the latest. Okay. Okay. So limited field season. Yeah. Um, a project like Laverton, it's a different story. Okay, Laverton's in the gold fields. You can access it almost 24-7, mm -hmm. um, but we don't rank Laverton as high as, as Telfer and Kirikara. So mm -hmm. even though we can probably get out there and do something on a day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. it's we don't really want to be spending a lot of money there at the moment um, until we've got Laverton to a position where we say, right, net, we, we know what we've got to do there. Um, we've got these targets. Let's, let's go and drill them. Okay. okay. So... Um, yeah, we, you know, we work through these things all the time. Yeah, right? I know. I every, board, every board meeting is a robust discussion about I bet. Yeah. I bet. Well, it is at this <laughs> level. And I think that's what people don't appreciate. Look, expression is tough, right? You know, very few ever kind of make it through to production. Very few even get to, do, you know, development stage. Very few make a discovery, quite frankly. And it's tough. But that's what I'm saying. You've got to be really honing in on what's important and what's not. So yeah. if you were talking to shareholders and you're looking at 2023, what would you say to them? Look, here are the important events 
coming up, or here are the important things that we need to do. And that and that could be that yeah. could be monetizing some of your portfolio. It could be raising capital. It could be you know the drill program or intelligent. Uh, groundwork with the, with the capital you've got available to you, or it could be going off and finding another asset and raising money against that. I, I, we've seen that today in mm. a conversation with someone who had to do that. Yeah. This project, flagship project, fell on its ass. They had to go and find something else, and they did quite successfully. So it's yeah. all, all above is fine. But what would you point people to? Look, I think our, our shareholders and, and people who'd like to be investors mm. um, should really keep an eye on what we're planning for uh, South Telfer in particular. Yeah. We've got the two ripping targets at Mammoth and Recurve, and we're desperate to get in there and do the drilling. Um, you know, I think that'll be something to really look forward to. Um, and and then the next one, I guess, is Kirikara. Mm-hmm. So we're working hard um, with Kirikara to, to get to a point where We've got some really nice targets to drill. Yeah, we have developed targets previously with some um, review work that we did from geophysics, but mm. now we're starting to do a bit more geochemistry and mapping to try and uh, constrain those targets, mm-hmm. so that when we do go out there, knowing it's generally expensive to get there, mm. that we hit, we're testing the right targets. Um, and look, I've always held Kirikara close to my heart. I think this, the Kirikara is um, surprise all of us. And uh, look, you know. Why do you say that? Because I think that's because I think if you've got shareholders looking, and you go, you're too emotionally attached to this. Maybe, maybe I don't know, but maybe they think that. Um, it, why should they not think that? Look, Kirikara is is a system that we know to be significant. Right. All right. I think potentially a massive system. Okay. Um, and and it's not only massive in the sense it's got potential for a, a really nice. IOCG, mm-hmm. copper gold project, but mm-hmm. it's also got um, rare earth potential as well. Okay, and we've seen that with the likes of WA1 to the north of us finding two deposits in the space of two weeks, uh, and that's a rare earth niobium uh, deposits. Um, and we've, we've got similar structure, similar geology, all right, but we, until now, yeah. haven't even looked at that opportunity. So, um, so that's something we're looking at now, as well as the IOCG now. Uh, where we did some recent um, geochemical analysis and geochemical work, um, and look, the results of that will be to the present to the market in the not too distant future. But I think uh, that will really surprise people, um, it, um, and it really confirms to validates to me, um, the, you know, the potential this thing has. And you just wouldn't look at any other option other than getting in there and having a crack at it um, before, you know letting it go or whatever you might want to do with it. So that's why I really like the Kali in particular, Kirikara Project um, and, um, and and South Telfer. Um, you know, we've already seen in the Patterson province uh, have Avron have, have um, in the Rio's Buenu, right? Massive deposits that have been discovered in the last five, 10 years. And, um, you know, we're, we're sitting on some really juicy structures that are very similar to what those deposits are found on. So, okay. um, so give it a chance to breathe. Yeah. Let you realise the value. Yeah. Yeah. Give, you know, just we're working on it, right? Um, you know, we're progressing to the point where we're ready to drill and we should be doing it in 2023. Um, on the flip side, uh, Laverton, um, we're still trying to figure out what we want to do with Laverton. Okay, so you know, I dare say there'll be more to be said about that probably at some stage this year. 
um, but we're not ready to go and do any drilling at Laverton just yet. Okay. Stay in touch. Let's know how you get on. I do. I do like yeah. a, a, an exploration story, like like at this stage as yeah. well. You know, pre-discovery is, is well, always fun. Well, keep your eye on Kirikara. Like I said, it's um, it's. I think it'll be suffered to behold. Yeah. <laughs>